Well, hey everyone, Cameron Williams here with GPS, and I'm here today with Mandy Shackman. Hi, everyone. Uh, she's uh, Brian Shackman's wife, but she's also a uh, she also did a sermon last Sunday on a live stream, and uh, I'm here to talk today about a little bit about that. Um, are you psyched to be on GPS? I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. And uh, I think she's my new favorite now. Sorry, Brian. All right. Well, without further ado, let's start navigating. All set. Let's go. All right. Uh, Mandy, could you give us a, just a little synopsis of uh, what you were talking about last Sunday? Sure. So uh, it was inspired by a book I read called Chasing Vines by Beth Moore, but it's about um, living a fruitful life and producing good fruit in your life. And digging into like what that means and how that plays out in our lives and especially in seasons of struggle and as as we're all dealing with right now yeah, a lot of things going on a there's lot of different, a lot going on yeah um uh so you you used an example of how uh actually wine grapes uh need um almost damaged soil you said almost like rough soil could you could you give us a another run through of that sure so uh, it was a really fascinating uh, thing to learn when I was reading the book that uh, Beth Moore talks about uh, if if you were starting from scratch and you bought a piece of land and wanted to build, grow a vineyard on it, mm-hmm. uh, what we think of as, as fertile, rich soil actually doesn't produce good grapes, grapes that taste good and grapes that are good for making wine. Um, and what actually helps vines and grapes grow is like when the soil is like almost like under stress that's when Mm. good grapes are produced and and i think that's just such a incredible metaphor for thinking about when we go through difficult things in our lives and the the positive things or the i don't know just how it grows in us something different when we go through difficulty versus just having it easy yeah, and, and G- the Jesus and God, you've said, have used multiple times in the Bible, like fruits uh, and uh, and like you know growing as a metaphor for people. Mm-hmm. And uh, and there's so many times when even like grapes, especially, are are used as that like wine and and all that. Um, yeah, yeah. So so how do how does that relate to us? Like how does that how does being in rough soil relate to us being grapes? So I think. It's really just something important to keep in mind because we we do we just go through these seasons. Like right now, it feels like mm-hmm. everyone's going through something at the same time because we're yeah. all dealing with the implications of COVID, and and then now there's a lot of protesting happening mm-hmm. for Black Lives Matter. So there's a lot that's just kind of boiling up to the surface, and but it feels like everyone is impacted. Everyone's kind of going through this time of either there's health issues or you're just thinking kind of reassessing yeah. where life is at or yeah, self-evaluation. And, um, and those can happen at a bunch of different times, depending on what you're going through in life. If your family's going through something difficult, your marriage is in a difficult place, yeah. whatever it is. Um, and I think using, um, and I said this in the sermon, not, um, it doesn't make your struggles worth it. Mm. it it's more about giving, it gives them a little more purpose to go, okay, I'm going through this and what can I take from it and what, how can I use this in my life to maybe bless someone else or, you know, what, what can I do with this? This has happened to me and what can I do with it? Yeah. And I think that produces 
fruitful things in your life when you're viewing it through that lens versus just going, ah, I'm just going through this difficult yeah. thing. And there's, you know, you, you know, it's hard when you don't know there's a way out or when the end is, it's really hard. But if it gives, if you have some purpose behind it, it kind of changes how it feels. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like you said, like it, like bad, it's like even it can, it can be bad and it can be like, you know, really really bad yes but but it's but even though it's still bad there are things that you can take out of it is the lesson Mm -hmm. really is that that even like uh like we want to legitimize all the pain like yes okay Mm -hmm. we get it it's life like that's that happens and that's a part of it um but what you're saying is is there's a way to look at it in which we can we can get something out of it and still and still feel the fullness of the pain. Yes. Like, yeah. Exactly. That it's not it's not to minimize or say, Oh, you know, I know plenty of people when they've gone through something difficult and someone says, Well, you know, this just must have been God's will or whatever. And that's not <laughs> right? it, that's not helpful. It's not encouraging. It's you know, even though I think the intention is mm-hmm. in some way to be encouraging, but um people walk through just excruciatingly painful things Mm -hmm. and and so it's not to minimize it but maybe when you get through it it's something you get to help someone else go through two years after you went through it or you know it gives you the purpose of I'm gonna start a nonprofit and help families going through this circumstance whatever that is I mean Mm -hmm. that's a big thing to start but there's that there's also really small ways that you're doing that and kind of and, and really growing in your life and maybe blessing someone else yeah, no, that's really amazing. Um, so yeah, because like I mean, uh, I, I've said it a couple times. I've I've went on a protest and and it was a very peaceful one. We were, mm-hmm. were very loving and it, it was, and we just kind of I think it was someone else's like it was someone's birthday, but it was someone who passed away's birthday mm. that we were protesting for. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and then someone else had a birthday that day, so it was like a little mini party. Yeah. Um, which was fun, but but it's like, it's finding the right, like, like in that way, finding the right way to protest and not, you know, getting so like angry at first. It's like, where does that anger? Because I've, I've been told that we sometimes see anger as a negative emotion, yeah. but it actually is a positive one yeah. because it's, it's the want for justice. It's the, it's the realization that something is happening yeah. and you're mad about it because it's unjust. Right. So it's okay to be mad, but it's how you, where you put that and, and yes. how you look at your anger and say, well, where is this coming from and where do you want it to go? Right. So, and yeah. yeah. And how we can, I said, like be a blessing to others and, mm-hmm. and hopefully, turn those those feelings into something positive or something that makes a difference, something that moves it forward in some way, you know? Yeah, because I, I think sometimes we think that there's such a drastic thing that needs to be done in order to get peace. Mm-hmm. But it's like, just be peaceful. Like, be the example. Show the peace. Like, use use your anger to be more peaceful and loving. <laughs> That's kind of what I like to do. I like to, like, take my frustrations and go, but you know what? It's like, I'm just going to put it through a love filter, and I'm just going to give someone a little extra love. And sometimes it comes on a bit strong at first, <laughs> but you, you get used to it. Um, so, uh, so, yeah. So, what would you say is the big idea for for today, the, the lesson? I, I think that... It's really about that the way we live our lives, the choices we make, even if you think on some level it's a, a small decision, that there's there's ways that it can bless someone else. And that and and in Beth Moore's book, 
the crux of what she says probably boils down to your fruit will outlast your life. Mm -hmm. And so thinking about how, how we live our lives, how we, how we treat people. I mean, for me, it's like, Mm -hmm. we don't have to agree for me to treat you well and treat you the way you deserve. And, um, and I think that, and so when she's saying that your fruit will outlast your life, I think it's about that can be good or bad. Mm-hmm. And if you're if you're treating people with kindness, if you're taking those those steps forward in, in love and um you know, fighting for yeah. people that are oppressed, you know, trying to make a difference in that way and and bring justice. And and those don't have to be in big ways. I think people get overwhelmed by the idea of like, well, if I'm not like in Congress trying to make changes, I can't do anything or something, you know, yeah. but it's, it's about how you live your life every day yeah, it's... and, and that it can have truly an impact on maybe your kids or a friend or a coworker. And it has a, like a long-term ripple effect yeah. and it can be a positive or a negative. And yeah. there's, and we, and as Christians, I think we, we should be wanting to pursue that it's a positive thing, no matter yeah. who it is, no matter where they're from, no matter Absolutely. if they agree with us or not. Um, I think that's really important and something that we need to be thinking about yeah. with a lot of intention. Yeah. Sometimes we can make the solution the problem. We can be like, oh, our lives are so short. We can just live them how we, we want to live them. And it's like, uh, because we think, oh, they're so short, but, but we can just live them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like you said, the fruit outlasts our lives. It's, we really have to think what's coming next mm-hmm. and how our story and how we have shown the world love is mm-hmm. seen through yes. our lives. And, and, you know, it's, it's easy to say, and Brian said this a bunch of times, it's easy to say, I love everyone. Right. Um, but like going out there and talking with people and getting to know them is what love is. Yes. So you can't truly love someone unless you know them. Yeah. And, and so yes, the, uh, the fruit outlasts the life that I like that. Mm-hmm. That's very good. Um, and, and what's an interaction you've had this week that really, inspired you or helped you it could be with family because you know we're in quarantine right now but but yeah anything that just that inspired me like in relation to the sermon or um no they just just a just a nice moment like with family or or friends so um we actually had the chance to go to a cabin in lake arrowhead wow over the last couple days and um that included a, a little fishing trip which brian refers to as city slicker fishing because like we we have a guide and he like sets up everything and you basically get the glory of like reeling it in if there's a fish oh, on the other line oh, on I the see. on the line um but it's just really fun kids in nature is the best and mm-hmm. i am not super outdoorsy brian's like a little more outdoorsy than me but we're not by ourselves super outdoorsy only, only just a little yeah only just slightly um He's done definitely some epic, epic camping trips with other family members, but I am definitely not super outdoorsy. So, but seeing the kids in nature is, is just really fun and a whole different experience and just nice to kind of get out of town for a couple days and, and enjoy nature. So I think that's something that inspired me. It's just important to do and kind of get out of your regular routine, even though this is a weird time of routine, but your regular routine and, and be in nature, I think is yeah, was great. You always appreciate nature, and and you even like as you get older, you respect it maybe just a bit more. 
But as a kid, it's like you, the first time you're seeing something, it's incredible. It's amazing. Yeah. Like it, like even when you see stuff on TV, like as a kid, that's pretty awesome. You're just kind of like, oh yeah, that's cool. But like when you see it in real life, like an eagle swooping down and grabbing, it's like. And we got to see an eagle. Stuck. It was really cool. Really? Like a real eagle, like flying across like Arrowhead, which was real. And I just, I got that image in my head. I yeah. Think you're, you're giving me the good vibe. Yeah. My, and my six year old, as you know, is a bird. He loves yes. birds. He's a bird fanatic. So it was very Fires. exciting oh my gosh. to yep. see the eagle like totally where you could tell it was an eagle flying across. Like it was awesome. So shout out to Carter. Glad you got to see that eagle. Man. Yes. Was <laughs> he was there. very excited. <laughs> he got to feed ducks too. So all oh, the, oh my gosh. All the, field, all the things. Field trip for sure. <laughs> so yeah, that was definitely, it's just a good reminder of the good stuff. While it's been a very hard stretch yeah. for everyone that um, is just a very simple, happy thing. That's amazing. Thank you so much for joining me today, Mandy. Absolutely. I'm so glad to be here. Thanks again for joining us today on GPS. You've heard from us. Now we want to hear from you. Reach out to us on Instagram at Glendale Post Sermon. And you can connect with Glendale Church at Glendale Church of Christ. You can find me on Instagram at Cam the Voice. Our website is www.glendale.church, where you can get more info about us, including location, hours, or if you just want to connect with someone. Thanks again for listening to Glendale Post Sermon. We'll see you next time.